Let's read Judges chapter 7, verses 1 through 15. Now, in this first half of Judges 7, we have the testing of Gideon's faith as well as the strengthening of Gideon's faith. Judges 7, beginning at verse 1. Then Jeroboam, that is Gideon, and all the people who were with him rose early and encamped beside the well of Herod, so that the camp of the Midianites was on the north side of them by the hill of Moreh in the valley. And the Lord said to Gideon, The people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands, lest Israel claim glory for itself against me, saying, My own hand has saved me. Now therefore proclaim it in the hearing of the people, saying, Whoever is fearful and afraid, let him turn and depart at once from Mount Gilead. And 22,000 of the people returned, and 10,000 remained. But the Lord said to Gideon, The people are still too many. Bring them down to the water, and I will test them for you there. Then it will be that of whom I say to you, This one shall go with you, the same shall go with you. And of whomever I say to you, This one shall not go with you, the same shall not go. So he brought the people down to the water. And the Lord said to Gideon, Everyone who laps from the water with his tongue as a dog laps, you shall set apart by himself. Likewise, everyone who gets down on his knees to drink. And the number of those who lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, was 300 men. But all the rest of the people got down on their knees to drink water. Then the Lord said to Gideon, By the 300 men who lapped, I will save you and deliver the Midianites into your hand. Let all the other people go, every man to his place. So the people took provisions and their trumpets in their hands. And he sent away all the rest of Israel, every man to his tent, and retained those 300 men. Now the camp of Midian was below him in the valley. It happened on the same night that the Lord said to him, Arise, go down against the camp, for I have delivered it into your hand. But if you are afraid to go down, go down to the camp with Purah, your servant, and you shall hear what they say. And afterward, your hands shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. Then he went down with Purah, his servant, to the outposts of the armed men who were in the camp. Now the Midianites and the Amalekites, all the people of the east, were lying in the valley as numerous as locusts. And their camels were without number, as the sand by the seashore in multitude. And when Gideon had come, there was a man telling a dream to his companion. He said, I have had a dream. To my surprise, a loaf of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian. It came to a tent and struck it so that it fell and overturned and the tent collapsed. Then his companion answered and said, This is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. Into his hand God has delivered Midian and the whole camp. And so it was when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation that he worshipped. He returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has delivered the camp of Midian into your hand. Let's begin this first half of Judges chapter 7 with some background notes. You know, I would love to take all of you to Israel with me, to this very area that we just read about. We would go and see the hill of Moreh and the valley where the Midianites camped. Water still flows from the spring Herod at the foot of Mount Gilboa. It's the same stream where Gideon tested his men. Every time we visit this area, I take the folks to the stream and test them. In other words, I tell them, as I read this passage here in Judges 6, to see if they can lap the water the same way the 300 faithful men of Gideon lapped the water, and thus pass the water test. Let me read verses 5 through 7 once again. 
So Gideon brought the people down to the water. And the Lord said to Gideon, everyone who laps from the water with his tongue as a dog laps, you shall set apart by himself. Likewise, everyone who gets down on his knees to drink. And the number of those who lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, was 300 men. But all the rest of the people got down on their knees to drink water. Then the Lord said to Gideon, by the 300 men who lapped, I will save you and deliver the Midianites into your hand. Let all the other people go, every man to his place. Now, some of you are saying at this point, but wait a minute. I don't quite understand what position of water lapping qualified as passing this test. It's not exactly easy to determine the precise position for drinking that got you into the 300 club. Most likely, if you got down on all fours and drank with no concern for watching out for the enemy, you failed the test. But if you got down on one knee and scooped the water with your cupped hand and lapped the water in that way so you could still watch out for the enemy, then you pass the test. Now, how many of you would have passed the test? Yeah, a great bunch of fighters you are. <laughs> well, one more background note here. Verse 12 says, now the Midianites and Amalekites, all the people of the east were lying in the valley as numerous as locusts, and their camels were without number, as the sand by the seashore in multitude. You say that's impossible. You can't have that many camels in that valley there, innumerable, as the sand on the seashore. Is this an error in the Bible? No. This is a figure of speech known as hyperbole. Hyperbole is purposeful exaggeration for the purpose of emphasis. When I tell you, I told you a million times to read your Bible every day, that's hyperbole. Don't accuse me of lying. I'm purposely exaggerating for emphasis. Now, from time to time, the Bible will use hyperbole, as here. It's an accepted figure of speech. It's not an error in the Bible. Everybody follow? Well, a lot more we could say on background. Let's move now to our doctrinal or teaching points. Doctrinal or teaching point number one. God tests the strength of a believer's faith. God tests the strength of a believer's faith. The water test beside the spring of Herod was not only a test of Gideon's men. It was a test of Gideon as well. It was a test of his faith. We see from Judges chapter 8 and verse 10 that the Midianites and Amalekites numbered 135,000. Now, how many men did Gideon have to start with? Well, verse 3 of chapter 7 here indicates 32,000. Already, Gideon was outnumbered more than 4 to 1. But the Lord said in verse 2, The people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands, lest Israel claim glory for itself against me, saying, my own hand has saved me. I will not give my glory to another, says the Lord in Isaiah 48, verse 11. So anyone in Gideon's army who was afraid could leave and go back home or at least go behind the lines. This was right in line with what the law said in Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 8. Anyone who was fearful was not supposed to be in the army because one scared soldier makes many scared soldiers. 
That's a little paraphrase there, but that's basically what it says. Well, 22,000 men left Gideon at this point. They may have returned later when the rout of Midian began, but they left at this point. So Gideon is left now with only 10,000 men. The odds are now more than 13 to 1 against Gideon. Gideon's faith in God is really being tested, but it's not over yet. The Lord said to Gideon in verse 4, the people are still too many. And now comes the water test. And as a result, Gideon's army is pared down to only 300 men. Talk about a test of faith. Now the odds are stacked 450 to 1 against Gideon, but not against God, because even one plus God is a majority. Now in verse 7, the Lord assures Gideon of victory. Verse 7, and the Lord said to Gideon, by the 300 men who lapped, I will save you and deliver the Midianites into your hand. Let all the other people go, every man to his place. Let me ask you, if you were in Gideon's sandals, would you have believed at this point would you have passed this test of faith? God tests the strength of a believer's faith. Gideon passed the test. Would we have passed? Are we passing the test of faith that God is giving us right now? Even when the odds are against us. Many applications here. God tests the strength of a believer's faith. Doctrinal point number two. God tolerates the weakness of a believer's faith. God tolerates the weakness of a believer's faith. Look back at verses 9 through 11 once again. The Lord said to Gideon, Hey, Gideon, I've given the Midianites into your hand. But if you're afraid, still at this point, go down to the camp and I'll give you a sign. Do you see how God tolerated the weakness of Gideon's faith? He told Gideon in no uncertain terms that he would deliver Midian into his hands. But he also said, if you're afraid, listen, Gideon, I'll give you a sign. We know that Gideon did not have a bold faith. Chapter 6, verse 27, you remember, says that Gideon pulled down the altar to Baal at night rather than during the day because the scripture says Gideon was afraid. And Gideon always wanted reassurance with signs. Gideon had a genuine faith, but it was not a bold faith. But God tolerates the weakness of a believer's faith. You know, we also know that Gideon had a humble faith. In the dream that the Midianite related, Gideon was represented by a loaf of barley bread tumbling into camp and striking the tent of Midian. Barley bread was the bread of the poor. Notice the Midianite did not see Gideon coming into camp as a knight in shining armor. No, a loaf of barley bread tumbling into camp. Today, that would be like saying, I saw this Twinkie rolling into camp. <laughs> but this was okay with Gideon. He didn't mind being called a loaf of barley bread. In fact, as a result, he worshiped the Lord. Verse 15, he worshiped. Worship before war. You see the spiritual principle there as well. Gideon had a genuine and humble faith, but it was a weak faith. It was not a bold faith, but God tolerated the weakness of Gideon's faith. In fact, in verse 11, God said that he would strengthen Gideon's faith. 
Isn't this lesson encouraging for all of us? As long as faith is genuine and humble, God tolerates the weakness of a believer's faith. Practical application. Your actions speak louder than your words. Your actions speak louder than your words. Why did the Lord use the water test by the spring Herod to test the faith of Gideon and his men? Because actions speak louder than words. Notice you didn't pass the test based on what you said, but based on what you did. You could talk all you wanted, but if you lapped the water in leisure fashion, you were out. Maybe I should have labeled this practical application, are you a leisure lapper? The point is, are you committed and ready to move out and fight the good fight based on your actions, not just on your words? Do you see the application for us here today? A lot of Christians talk a good line. They can even preach that you should be more active. But where are they as far as the action goes? All talk, no action. Listen, your actions speak louder than your words particularly when it comes to this matter of being tested in your faith. Are you committed to the Lord to the point of action, or is it only words? Have you passed the water test, or are you just a leisure lapper? Are you a member of the 300 Club? Your actions speak louder than your words.